All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Remchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. Hey, Elvis Merzlikens. Get ready to learn Canadian, buddy. Let's get into it with the lead. Someone out in the uh, office like the joke. Yeah, I heard giggling out there. Yeah, that was uh, a good one. That edition of the lead was written and directed by Liam. Yeah, that was my idea. Good one, buddy. But don't. unless Team effort. No, like Merce Lickens, like just Oh, yeah. We're actually... Columbia, we're good. Uh, Colombian's good. <laughs> Colombian's good. You know what? Merce Lickens <laughs> can go play in Colombia. We're good. We're yeah. good, buddy. We're good. Welcome into Oilers Nation. Every day, as always, live from the Sports Closet Studio. And we are live on the Oilers Nation YouTube. We're Mattis Moravich. Moravich. He's in with the first comment. And he says, finally, the first comment. Wow. Sorry, I butchered your name. He said, I had to wake up at 5 a.m. to do it. And you're listening to this going, huh? He says he's saying hello from Melbourne, Australia. Go Oilers for another win today. So is he saying that in the future? Yep. So today in Melbourne. Elvis Merzlikens already been acquired. Yes. Wow. So he's it's Friday. I don't know. Um, would it be now? I don't. What time? Do you just Google what time is it in Melbourne? Well, they're not behind us. No, they're ahead of us. Therefore, yeah. it should be five o'clock in the, in the morning. Wow, that's crazy. It's six o two a.m. on Friday. Correct? Yeah, you're right. That is bonkers. Yeah, I Good eye, Mike. <laughs> Anywho, uh, welcome into the show today, everybody. We got a lot to get to because it's a Sherwood Ford Giant game day, which means Jay's around for the show. Jay. We're also going to talk trade targets. Uh, Frank Saravalli has his first trade targets list of the year up, and there's an oiler on it. 
Saw the rebuild. Oh, (laughs) Uh, we are going to talk with Frank tomorrow on the show. Today, we'll break down the list ourselves and pretend to answer like we're Frank, Mm. which will be kind of fun. It will be good. Well, luckily for me, I watched uh, Daily Face Off Live this morning, so I got all the answers up here. You should always be watching Daily Face Off Live, 10 a.m. Mountain Time on the Daily Face Off YouTube. uh, Giddy up. It's a game day for the Edmonton Oilers as they are searching for their fourth consecutive victory as they take on the Winnipeg Jets tonight down in Winnipeg. Of course, legs up. Hey, congrats, Jay. The show starts at 12.01 and Jay's appearances start at 12.03 every single day. We should get through a sponsored segment. It should be Jay's entrance into the show. Walk in, you know, like Jay on right walks over to his couch. I'm also a Jay. Mm -hmm. I am also tall, but maybe not equally as tall. Is Jay on right tall? He is mad. How tall are we talking? Six five, maybe? No six way. five, six six. Be a point yeah, guard in the NBA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's all I got. <laughs> Jay Onright, big fan of Tally Room. <laughs> Jay Onright, just a big fan of the DFO rundown, actually. Okay. I don't he, think he's much of a fan. Didn't he laugh at one of my jokes? He did when you when we did an Instagram video of you wearing the old Oilers <laughs> goalie mask, just looking straight up. He did DM me and say that made him laugh. So there you go. Shout out to Jay Onright. Uh, we got trade talk to get to today. We got a game to get ready for, but you know maybe let's start with the trade talk. We'll do the whole Sherwood Ford giant game day thing, whatever. Uh, the Oilers have reportedly had multiple scouts in attendance, or not reportedly, they have had multiple scouts in attendance for each of the last two Columbus Blue Jackets games. One thing we found funny is people saying, why do you need three people there? What a joke organization. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Disastrous. I'll tell you something. I've When I've been scouting, I've never, ever, ever called my goalie coach and said, hey, do you want to come watch this player with me and make sure he's actually good? Never happened before. No. No, all my GM. Need- I never I'll call my GM and ask him for an opinion. They always say one set of eyes is way better than three sets of eyes. Yep. Uh, but the Oilers reportedly looking into the Columbus Blue Jackets. Frank Saravalli drops his first trade targets board of the year. And there are four Columbus Blue Jackets on the list. Andrew Peake, Adam Boquist, Jack Roslovic, and Alexander Tessier. I'll be honest. None of those guys should really have any interest to the Oilers. Andrew Peake's been hurt and healthy scratched a lot. Yeah, we don't want Jack. No. I think Pete could be like an upgrade on Vinny DeHarnay, but you're not bringing in a bringing in a right shot. Yeah, Adam Boykvist, right shot. Yes, he's yeah, he's what? Not good. He's not good. Not, not good enough. Texier is interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. That's him. a that. I think that's a good depth add. But what are you bringing in? Like, what does he do for the Oilers? Well, well, what's the deal? Like what are we getting? Like, I mean, like just, if, we're not we're not isolating on one player. Like if you're gonna dump Warren Fogle in the is trade, is one of their goalies available? Like, our, is our goalie coach on the trip? Is that he is? What's that? Well, then is Elvis? Well, they, is Elvis gonna leave the building? So let's talk Montreal. about that. You missed the lead, which was hey Elvis Merzlikens, get ready to learn Canadian, buddy, because um, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Don't make that face. <laughs> well, actually, I have a question. Okay, who's that guy? Cut. Who is he? Fresh cut. I don't recognize him. A.A. wrong. I like the new haircut. It is a. We got matching. Oh, yeah. It was a two for one special. Fresh cut. Fresh cut. And he's wearing a collared shirt. He's dressed for the job you want. I'm worried he has a job interview before or after this show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here all day, all night. It's watch party night. Yeah. Watch party night today. Um, Anyways, back to the Blue Jackets (laughs) goaltending. The situation with their goaltending is Daniil Tarasov is apparently close to coming off the IR. 
He's their goalie of the future. Oh, and give us Elvis. Do you want Elvis? Well, okay. I need to know some things. Do you want to know his contract? Yes. 5.4 million, three more years after this one. Sounds like a one for one. Sounds like. How old is Elvis? 29. 29. That's fine. Ish. Latvian goalies, legit. Mm -hmm. Latvia, also legit. Never been, but I'll trust you. I had never been, but I got to go. Okay. Shout out Riga. Okay. 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 He's been wildly inconsistent. That's been his big problem is his down. His slumps are very, very bad. I think maybe you could make an argument that Merzlikens. Maybe they're looking at him because Columbus would take Jack. But do you even want to do that if you're the Oilers? Is Elvis Merzlikens, Lincoln's an upgrade on Calvin Picard and Jack Campbell? Yeah, I mean, like, is, he, yeah. is he an upgrade on Stu or does no. he give us a good? Well, okay. When he's at, when he, so Stu is like, well, actually, Stu's up and down right now, but his up isn't even that good. What was the save percentage against uh, Vegas? It was still in the eights. Yeah, it was. So what's, what's Elvis's uh, save percentage this season? 907. Okay. On a very shitty team. What was it, was it last eight, year? 876 last year. On a very shitty team. Sure. But I mean, the Oilers, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to mentally make like it's it's a very like it, it makes sense if it is a gamble because they're willing to take Jack Campbell. I, I'm like that. They, that has to be the case. But the argument against it would be that he has one extra year on his deal. Uh, Merce Lickens over Campbell. So no, then, same number of years. Oh, I thought he had four years left. He's got this year and three more. Okay, so same if it goes same. wrong, you're still in yeah. the same situation. We shouldn't do it. I'm just trying to yeah. like understand yeah. the why. Yeah, like if there's a bigger deal to be had here, but like, what's the bigger deal? Line A? God, no. I wouldn't touch him with a 1,000 foot oh, pole. I'm trying to... Boone Jenner? Okay. So I was... I've been on the Boone Jenner train for like three years. Yeah. Right? I've been always like... We've, we've been always looking to fleece the cupboards or steal from the cupboards of the Columbus Boo Jackets. And Boone was like as a 3C... Also, what a name. 3.75 mil. But their team in goals. But well, and we have to talk about how we're going to acquire that. But him going to the defense of like to, to, to kind of to, to kind of yeah to oh to but turn he down had to. He had to. But like did he? I, in the moment the team immediately, like after the fact, was like, oh yeah, no, there was an incident, blah, blah like this is yeah. But in the moment, right, that comes out and you're Boone Jenner, you're the captain of the team. The team comes in and says, hey, will you help us kind of put out this fire? And it's kind of your job as the captain to the team's like, we got to get Babcock fired. You're talking about the players on the team. I'm talking about the organization. Yeah, well, who does he represent? I know, but I also like Johnny Goudreau came out and said there was nothing, right? Like, yeah, but Johnny's think, a space cadet. Yeah, but there was a disconnect between the vets and the younger guys. Also, you're not bringing Boone Jenner in to be your captain. You're bringing him in to be yeah. a 3C who scores you goals, kills penalties. I just like it. I, 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 it just brings a layer of doubt I, in. I, I wouldn't look at Boone Jenner either. I just think these other guys on the market who are similar, who are probably a bit cheaper. No? But what? So I want to like, what's the Boone Jenner trade? Jenner and Merzlikens for Royal has boy. to be Campbell and Fogel. To yeah, make the money work. Campbell, Fogel, and you're still a million. Why don't you guy. go Campbell, McLeod, and Fogel? I think you got to keep Fogel. You guys, put it in. Work. Yeah, but you got to shed so much money to make this deal work. Yeah, you know what? When he's two seven five, 
Jenner's 375. Yeah, so McLeod's 2 1. Yeah, I'm just saying you probably have to have them both you, in the deal. Are you not just giving up too much and you're not even really improving that much at that point? Like, if you take out. No, I'm saying keep Fogel. Jay, I'm so saying the money to, doesn't work. You need both McLeod and Fogel out if you want to bring in Jenner. It's probably like, so what, but 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 there, there's probably some retention to be had. How many more years left on Jenner's deal? Two more. Okay. So what if they retain it? We throw in a pick and a prospect. Yeah, I mean, if we really like, if yeah. we're making this trade work, and it gets rid of Jack, it brings in the three C that we really need, and you may have maybe upgraded your goaltending with Merzlikov, and you may have upgraded your goaltending, and you still maybe have a bullet in the chamber for a trade. Uh, deadline defense acquisition. Then you've addressed the three pieces yeah. we need. Yeah. Addressed. Not saying they're the right answers, but they've been addressed. And now we've rolled the dice. Yeah. Come on, Elvis. I I don't... Listen, it's a pipe dream on Jenner. I'm fully recognizing that. There's nothing to suggest the Blue Jackets are even remotely interested in trading the guy. Um, so that's a pipe dream. When it comes to the goalies, I think the conversation we just had Shows you there's no fit here, which is what makes it so interesting that the Oilers are scouting them as heavily as they are. It's because well, they're going to take Campbell. Like that's that, that has, has to be, be it. it. Yeah. Has to be the only reason. Who did Columbus play before Montreal? Boston. They won, didn't they? So Columbus they played. Beat, they? they played Mont- uh, Boston, Montreal. Mm-hmm. So maybe they were just there out of not coincidence, but it's okay. Well, watch Columbus because they have Miss Lickens and Spencer Martin. Next night they have Sam Montembeau, Jake Allen, or Caden Primo. Like Mon- yeah, I know this is the Montreal connection makes more sense because it's nine. They have nine goalies. I think they were looking at Columbus because it's a convenience for Columbus to move a goalie. But and I there's think that they direct were- flight Edmonton to Columbus too, right? Is there? Got to think. Cool. <laughs> I think they were really looking at Montreal. Like, why would you not want to try and acquire Montembeau, who has one million till the end of the season, over Moose Lickens, who has three more years at 5.5. It just yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. No, no, I, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with Liam's theory here. I, and I think maybe they were just looking at, would they play back to back nights? They yesterday was Wednesday. They played Monday, Wednesday. <sighs> so that, like, like I, I, I really want to believe your theory. I yeah. really hope that's what they're doing, but like, why would they? Well, maybe they were looking at Boston too. I, uh, sorry. Who played on Monday? Spencer Martin? I don't know. I'd have to look into I, it. I thought about Spencer Martin too, but I don't think he's an upgrade on he Pickard. Did. He played 30, he played, made 31 saves and a 939 save percentage and a 5 2 win over Boston. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So maybe they were looking at Spencer, Spencer Martin's Martin. with the Bees? Uh, yeah, no, they, he's on the Columbus. Oh, he's yeah. the third goalie. So may, and I, I thought of way more. Uh, I was like, yeah. like, why do the Bees have like three unreal goalies? Spencer Martin's got potential upside. Yeah, but he's already like 28, 27. What? Well, there's nothing wrong with being around 28 years old. I would call it. What about being 28 years old? (laughs) (laughs) I think they were looking at Spencer Martin and then just out of coincidence, Elvis Merzlikens was playing that night, but they were really looking at Montembeau. Yeah. So Spencer Martin the first night, Montembeau the second. They can't afford Merzlikens. And I just, I don't, I can't see Columbus being willing to take him. And Campbell. Would it not make a lot of sense to that? The others don't have any money. So like, okay, if we can get Spencer Martin, seven or sixty-two k. There you go. Yeah, maybe. And they know maybe he's going on waivers. Or, Jenner. Or, I'm out on Blue Jenner. Jenner. Go and get Sean Monahan or Adam Henrique. 
Sean Monahan is sitting at number two on Frank Saravalli's trade targets list, right behind Elias Lindholm, sandwiched in between a whole wackadoodle load of Calgary Flames. The left side of this board is the top five. It goes Lindholm, Monahan, Tanev, Zadarov, Hannafin. I would love Tanev. Yeah, I would like Tanev too. I think there's other teams who are going to be willing to give up more for him. I think, oh, for sure. I think Toronto and Vancouver would love him. Sean Monahan is this year's Nick Bukestad, right? Or is Adam Henrique? Henrique oh, too money, expensive. Money, 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 yes. money, money. Yes, that makes it. Why is it one point six five? One point nine five. Apparently, according to the Montreal fans, he's going to cost two first round picks. I found that out. Who? So who? <laughs> who is saying that? Montreal, the city of Montreal, Tyler. They were on my ass. Sean Monahan will get them like maybe a second. I'm with you. Hey, I'm with you. I think the Oilers can make a deal with. Uh, Montreal for Monaghan. If you get Monaghan and Montembeau in one foul swoop, you're probably pretty happy with Monaghan is a three C center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so injury prone. It's coming. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. The last couple of years, he played twenty. He played twenty nine, twenty. This is this season. He's a, he's not a goal in a while either. But also, he needs to be a three C. You know who else hasn't had a goal in a while? Ryan McLeod. Ryan McLeod is part of any package going out. Or it is, oh, yeah. is Warren Fogle the money that goes out and then you can finally no, put McLeod Fogel's to the wing. Con- why Fogle's contributing to our lineup. No, I, no, he? I, I, no he is. He is. He, he was. He was. Okay, sure. But he, at least he was. Agree, He's streaky. But, 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 uh, but so Fogle is streaky, sorry. Yep. No. And McLeod is on a streak. Yeah. There is a Difference. Sir. The, the reason I'm saying I think Fogel, they would rather move on from Fogel than move on from McLeod. I would move on from McLeod over Fogel, McLeod, so. but, but McLeod's got that upside that can maybe allow for at, like take them taking on salary, whether it be a contract or yeah. something. So McLeod like, with an extra year in his age has has value. I think 100 percent. Like Fogel, not as much. Set. He's uh, also in a contract here, so. I don't know. I I I would be. I would like to hold on to McLeod to see this thing through a little bit more. We don't have time. I agree with Liam, though. I think he's a better winger than he is the center. Yes. 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 A hundred percent. But you moving James Hamlin up? <laughs> no, he's not good. Well, no, you're like getting a center in the deal, right? Like, again, if you could go to Montreal, they take Fogel for the cap and you give him a first and a third. Does that get you or even just a first probably does it? Does that get you Montembeau and Monaghan? For, what was it? Sorry. What's the trade? First and Fogel for Montembeau and Monaghan. First and probably Fogel. makes you think long and hard about it. It 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 definitely does because like it addresses a serious need. Beef up your third line. Get a really quality centerman, a guy who's having a really solid start to the year. Get your goalie. I'm just really worried about Mon- about Monaghan. Yes, he's like having like a, a reincarnation here, yeah. but like, and I feel like he's a ticking time bomb. Is definitely a worry. I started typing Adam Monahan in. What's uh, how's Adam Henrique doing? Well, how's how's Adam Monahan? Adam Henrique has well. three goals. Look in at 20, your screen. Adam Henrique oh, yeah. has three goals in twenty-one games. The twenty-two he, goals last year. He's a defensive guy, right? Like you're bringing him in to help you on the PK and stuff. But the issue is he's five point seven five million. So like, oh. why would you pay the assets to get Monahan retained twice? Or sorry, Henrique retained twice. Yeah, you don't need to. When you could just go get Monaghan. If, if if the options between those two, then you take the gamble Monaghan. Yeah. But, you know. The ironic part about it all is your third line center is supposed to be like defensively responsible, good on the PK, which is what Ryan McLeod has done. 
That's a fair point. He the, just yeah. doesn't have but any But we need our offense. third line scoring. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's, it's, that, that's why I think he is still a bit valuable in that sense, too, that like you can have him still do all no that else. stuff. <laughs> but you need someone who's going to score, too. Like I love also, Ryan McLeod. I, I want him to be good, but like that guy cannot find the center of the ice. But I, I 100% it's, agree. It's, the rink is just two edges. Two ed- There's lava in the middle. <laughs> There's lava, yeah. yeah. The floor is lava. The center is lava. Kyle <laughs> 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 says, trade for Matt Martin. Uh, no, we're good. Who? We Matt have Martin? Matt Martin at home. It's Adam Ernie. Hey, he's, he was noticeable. Uh, oh, we were... Uh, Having some fun with that NHL Edge website today where they track <laughs> player skating and player shooting. Do you know which Oiler player this year has had the lowest top speed on the ice? Adam Ernie? No. Oh. Lowest top speed. Yeah. So they track like what a player's top speed has been at some point. It's like Connor McDavid is like 35 miles uh, an hour. Right? Vinny DeHernay. <laughs> no. Surprising. There are, there are two uh, players. Is that Gagne? Oh, I didn't even look at Gagne, but no, I don't think it's him. Uh, Nuge. No, he no. moves. Come on now. I don't know. You're saying yeah. surprising. So I know, yeah. Like, uh, it is Matthias Ekholm. Oh, yeah. His boots are slow. Yeah. I was just surprised. He's lower than Vinny. Derek Ryan is lower than Vinny as well. Yeah, low. Low. Um, oh, Gagne's right there. Gagne's top speed is 20.65 miles per hour. And Matthias Ekholm is. You said he was 20.51. Yeah, 20.51. That's close. Uh, also, the reason why we did it is because Liam wanted to know how many laps Ryan McLeod has skated around <laughs> the ice without scoring. He has skated a total of 54.82 <laughs> miles this year and has not scored a goal. Thanks, a special kind of player. I get you to Red Deer. Does it? <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's like that's almost 130 Ks. Maybe look home for sure. Uh, yeah, maybe black balls, or yeah, I think you're gonna get north end to Red Deer. Eighty six, you're eighty six kilometers from here to Red Deer. No, that's how far Ryan McLeod skated. So you get into yeah, black Falls area, right? From fifty four maybe, miles, maybe Pinoca. Pinoca. So miles on, Oh yeah, yeah. So probably Pinoca, uh, Pinoca for sure. Maybe Wolf Creek Golf Course. We're one hundred forty two from Black Falls. Wow. So then probably Pinocchio then. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting, uh, yeah, ish, Pinocchio ish, depending on where you leave from in the city. Well, tonight it'll be fine. He'll get a few more miles on him and then he'll be on his way. <laughs> How, oh, that is, this is going to be hilarious. How far into Eastern Canada will Ryan McLeod get before he scores a goal? Oh, oh okay. So, oh, okay, a really okay. twisted game. So, really okay, okay. We're hopping on the, uh, the yellow head. Yeah, going to say, on our way <laughs> to connecting to the Trans Canada uh, in bad. Regina. This is a really mean game. So, so uh, I'll, I'll start making a map and I'll move it along. Yeah, no, I like game. that. So he's 86 Ks. So what? Like he's almost in Mundare. We're stopping getting some Stanichis. Yeah, oh, so good. Okay. We're enjoying. Oh, well, yeah. You should have the. You've had this. You said the sample. <laughs> Ryan McLeod has yeah. already skated more than one lap around the hen day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. But like, let's go east. Oh, no. Okay. So, so can, he, can he make it to Lloyd Minster? There's just 250, 280 Ks, maybe. Yeah, somewhere. something like that. I'll say you get Vermillion. Ooh, that's like 200 Ks. Vermillion's further, you're thinking, closer. You're than, thinking of Vegreville. No, Vermillion's closer than Lloydminster. Well, yeah, that's yeah, what is. 200 Ks is. But you just, than said, you just said he'll get to Lloyd. I said, could he get to Lloyd? Oh, I'll say Vermillion. That's my answer, Vermillion. So, so, that that would, Vermillion. so <laughs> this is this the season? Sure. 
Well, until right. he scores, until he scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like that, he's done. Yeah. He's done eighty six days in one games. So yeah. he he's got the ability to skate over three hundred kilometers with, sure. in a season. Yeah, which will get you past Lloyd. Now you're in Sasky. Yeah, you're close to Battleford. Though. Oh god! Uh, oh god! Probably. Well, shout out Maidstone for your boy. Um, you're probably there. Uh, so sh- let's do Edmonton to Vegreville is just over a hundred Ks. Could he get to Vermilion? Vermilion would be like three quarters of the season. Yeah. Only one L in Vermilion, by the way. 193.3 kilometers from Rogers Place to Vermilion. Yeah, that would mean he has to go like 22 more games of the goal. There's no, no oh, he has no. to go like 40 more games. Oh, yeah. Okay. He yeah. hasn't scored more than he scored one goal in 41 okay. games. I think he can get to Vegreville. Okay. So let's, that's me being bullish. Vegreville. Last year, Ryan McLeod skated 142 miles in (laughs) kilometers. So last year, he skated in the regular season 228 kilometers. That doesn't even get you Lloyd. Yeah, Vegreville is. He was injured the last. Yeah, he missed some games. He missed some games. Maybe we should just do laps around the Henday. Maybe that's a better one. Uh, Vegreville is 103 kilometers away. I like the math. He might get the. (laughs) I say. I say. He sees the Pasanka and says. I'm scoring tonight. <laughs> I'm putting one in. Uh, I'll, do you know what? I'll change my answer. I'll go a little bit further than Vegreville. I'll say Innisfree. Oh, that's what I was going to think yeah. right there. Innisfree. Last year, guess how many kilometers Connor McDavid skated last year? Uh, well, he played a lot. Uh, and, and what? sorry, what was McLeod's? McLeod was, I think I said 200. Yeah. 200. Uh, he was 310. In kilometers, we're doing. Liam, you had a guess. What was oh, it, wow. sorry? How many kilometers did Connor McDavid skate last? And you year? said three ten. Yeah, and he made it seem like I was maybe quoting uh, miles. Uh, three forty five. Four ninety seven. Wow, that'll get you to Battleford. Oh, that'll get you to Saskatoon. This is a great little social thing. We should do like how far every Oiler skated last year from the NHL website. All right. If you are bored at work this afternoon, I am promising you. Just go click through the NHL Edge website and look at all the stuff. Evan Bouchard has shot one puck more than 100 miles an hour, more faster than 100 miles an hour this year. I didn't know that till I looked at the NHL Edge website. That's a bomb. Because normally they show it like, oh, Bouch bomb 92 miles. I'm like, eh. But like last game, he hit one like real close to 100. Connor McDavid's hardest shot this season has been 82.9 miles per hour. Kind of makes sense. He doesn't take a lot of clappers. So anyways, uh, we have killed a lot of time on nonsense today. Uh, Frank Cervalli will be around tomorrow on the show. We will talk about a little bit of uh, trade stuff with Frankie. Before we move on. Okay. Can we just go through the trade thing one more time and say who we would want and who we wouldn't want? Sure. Okay. Lindholm, Monaghan, Tanev, Zadarov, Hannafin. We like Monaghan. We like Tanev as a collective, right? I would well, take the top three. I would... Yes, I would take just off that I would list. take Lindholm. You're not getting Lindholm though. Says who? Wait, wait, it, but the question was, who would we take? Okay, sure. Why wouldn't he, why would couldn't we get him? What does it matter to Calgary? I agree. I just think there's going to be more aggressive suitors. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, and the, and also maybe we should be aggressive. Also, if the Flames are somewhat in the mix, the idea of them helping out Edmonton is probably not a great look. Yeah, they would have to fall off. We but, used to help Calgary all the time. <clears throat> yeah, we gave in the them DOD. Them. Theos, Glenn Cross, Mead, game. Let him just steal Glenn Cross from us. That was Milan Lucic. Well, that was that was a solid. But he was a better flame than an Oiler. <laughs> it goes, but it it goes was, both ways. 
Would you take Zadarov? I probably wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. The well, yeah, I would imagine Vinny and Zadarov as a tandem. Not saying that'd be a great defensive duo, but like imagine the twin, twin towers. towers. Yeah. Whew. Don't talk about being scared entering that zone. Yeah. Uh, head up five through 10 on Frank's list, either Jake Allen or Caden Primo. So not Sam Montembeau, Adam Henrique, Sean Walker, Tony D'Angelo, James Reimer, um, James Primo Reimer and goal. Walker. I would say Walker's having a good year. Ah, uh, but what's he do for you? Who's whose spot is he taking? Vinny. I'm not giving up the assets. I think it would take to get Walker. I'm not giving that up. Well, why? Again, it's who you want. Man. It's like, who do you like? I know, but why, I'm saying, why I'm, wouldn't you do that? I'm the voice of reason. Uh, your blue line <laughs> is your show. If one guy goes down, on that right side, you are screwed. If you get Walker, at least you have the potential. Well, no, you're not because you can flip Broberg over and but play him in Kulak. You are. We love Broberg no, guys over. Just flip him over. Not a big deal. not work. If you Kulak. go into the playoffs with your three right handed defensemen as CC, Bouchard, and Vinny again, and you get hurt, say Bouchard, say Cody CC gets hurt, yeah. you're just going to push Vinny Dayane into your top four and then just give Broberg. The three just right. flip up. Just, I just think that's a bad idea. You get Reimer to play deep. I agree. Yeah, I agree that you could use some insurance. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like. You got to go get. There's another guy on the list who I'll say you should go get. But like, you're. I don't think you can get a guy that's two points on million. I think you need to be searching for guys who are a mill and get them you retained. Want well, you can retain. No, I don't want D'Angelo. No, um, I don't. there's more names coming. James oh, Reimer, decent checkdown option for goaltending. Uh, yeah, he actually wouldn't be too bad. On Lindholm, to too, here, people saying, why would you want him? He doesn't score goals. Let's not forget, he was a runner-up for the Selkie two years ago. Yeah. Like, he's, he's legit, bad. so everyone's saying that. So the next Relax. batch of names, Mike Hoffman, Andrew Peake slash Adam Boquist, Alexander Carrier, Warren Fogle, and Nick Sealer. Oh, yeah. I'd take Fogle. One. I'd take Fogle. Yeah, Fogle's good. <laughs> yeah, that's a guy who could probably spark your bottom six. Um, <laughs> Nick Sealer, Liam, is kind of where I think you're dropping. You love Nick Sealer. 775K. Granted, he shoots left, but he's played a bit of the right side. He actually does play the right side regularly. Yeah. So Nick Sealer is a guy who it's like that one right there. 775K. If Philly's just looking to get a fourth or a fifth round pick and they're willing to keep some, boom, done. Alexander Carrier is a name that's somewhat interesting because, again, He's a right D, 2.5 million. So unless Nashville's willing to keep half of it, you're not touching him. No, I, I yeah, I don't know much about him, to be honest. I don't mind Kerry. I think he plays a fine game. I, I like, um, uh, how do you say his name? Texier? 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 If, you're moving, if, you, if you could flip like Fogel and a third or, a, or Fogel and a fourth for him. Yeah. And then it's like, like, oh, he's 1.2 1. 1. something. Yeah. So, like, if you could do that, and then it's like, hey, oh, we just cleared up $1.5 million. It cost us a fourth round. Is it an upgrade on Fogel? I'm not sold on that, but the incentive would be you're losing the cap. He does currently play on the fourth line for Columbus by seven points this year, which would be an upgrade on oh. basically everybody but Fogel and yeah. you know, his bottom six. Uh, the other forwards there, like Roslevic, Mantha, and LeBanc, they're too expensive. Uh, oh. Cal Clutterbuck, I'm good. I, I don't really see an upside there for $1.75 million. So, no. he's 36 years old. Like, he's not... He's not the spark plug he was at other points in his career. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> I think the only names I really like on this group here is Sealer. Everyone else is expensive I'm, or already on the Oilers. Celia or, or Texier would be the only yeah, one. I, I have time for Texier. Texier? Texier, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the only one. The rest of them are too expensive or just like not fits. Yep. People keep saying, go get Corey Perry. We did this whole thing yesterday. You're not going to get in Corey Perry until you know what happened. Yeah. yeah. Simple like, as that. 
if it comes out that, you know, Chicago jumped the gun here and it wasn't anything bad and like whatever, then sure, I have time to go talk. I have time to talk about Corey Perry. But until you know he's cleared, you're not touching Corey Perry. Uh, Phillips said, CC's been good since Coffee took over the D. I actually agree with that. I, I was too. someone who at the start of the year was saying like, you take Cody CC, you package him with a first or a second and you upgrade that spot on your blue line. I, I don't know if you necessarily want to do that now. I think you need more depth, but CC's been good this year. He's I remember CC and CC was good his first year here. He had a bad year last year. Him and Darnell Nurse have lived up to expectations this season. Ideally, though, CC is a second pairing defenseman. Yep, Ideally, that's fair. But so, but that's fine. But if so you upgrade your second pair right shot defenseman, well, no Bouchard's there. I emphasize the word defense <laughs> and defenseman. That's why I think Walker Ooh. might be a good So then maybe what you do, right, is you go, like Liam said, you upgrade DeHarnay and you run whoever your new guy is in Kulak as like a shutdown duo. And, I, then, and then Vinny's your depth guy. Yeah, like I think Vinny's been reasonably good he's the last fine. few games, but I just, there's a few guys on this team and he's one of them. I just don't think they're good enough to be everyday NHLers. Yeah. So they're good enough to be NHLers and on the team. But you need to depth there in insurance. At the 23 game mark, is, which is what tonight will be, have we all accepted the fact Philip Broberg's trade bait? Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just don't know what you would get for him. Yeah, rebuilding team probably says. Yeah, I get, sure. yeah they would. For sure. What do you feel about him just sitting in no man's land right now? It's, no AHL, no real minutes. Like, I still somewhat believe in the player. That's fine, but like, we don't have the time. Like, yeah. We have to, it's someone else's development. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that skating with Paul Coffey is probably pretty beneficial to him, but it is just like yeah. you got to get him in games too, right? Yeah, like, but when do you play? That's it? true. We need to win. Yeah, you, they have no choice. They got to play with that. Best not that you lose with them, but we just can't afford that one mistake right now. Yeah. Um, who's in here? Someone said so. CC or Fogel or trade bait? It was Euler fan who said it. Yeah, it's probably more likely Fogel, and I think that's why he's the one on Frank's list right now, just because CC's been playing so well. And again, harder position to find. Like if you could do something that is swapping Fogel and a pick <clears throat> for a similarly impactful bottom six guy who makes a third of the money, then you probably do that if you're the Emden Oilers. You're not losing sleep over losing Warren Fogel at this point. So, and you need the money at some point. Oh yeah. yeah. You could probably get two decent bottom six players for the, the price of Fogel. Yeah. You couldn't get two good defensemen for the price of CeCe's contract. Do you yeah, think you know I mean? do you think we'll make a trade before the Christmas lo- like blackout? <sighs> oh man. What day is that? The twenty is that the twenty second? I think that's when the other last If time. things yeah. keep going the way they're going, then I'd say no. If you're still if winning, we fall yeah. off the cliff, then but you oh, also yeah. do have a nice five day break coming up here. Because McDavid's going to the Walk of Fame. The Canadian Walk of Fame? Yeah, that's why they always have this weekend off. I don't think oh, that was are. predetermined. Yeah, that's what Gregor said. Hey, don't listen why to would the NHL? I listened to the rundown, but I didn't connect it as like, I thought you just said like, oh, McDavid's going to the Walk of Fame. Maybe that's why. Why would they not? The NHL schedule should revolve around Connor McDavid. Yeah. That is fair. Liam, give like the schedule they, like props. For, like how for four years or whatever, they only <laughs> played in Vegas the day before McDavid's birthday. <laughs> they got know. you, Connor. Uh, all right. It is a short for giant game day edition of the show. Oilers taking oh, yeah. on the Winnipeg Jets. Let's get to our game notes for this evening. Brought to you by Charm Diamonds. That's an exciting partnership. Charm Diamonds is probably Why is Canadian. It exciting for you? I'm just saying in general, <laughs> it's an exciting one. 
Uh, it is home of the Propose, and it's been proudly Canadian-owned and operated since 1972 with more than 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. And they're giving you the chance to win a $5,000 gift card when you become a Charmpian with the <laughs> Propose. Huh? I don't get it. All right. That's all good, buddy. <laughs> Tag at Charm Diamonds on Instagram in a poster story with a video or photo of your pro- Propose. And hashtag the propose to be ended. Now, I have a question, and I know the audience is just yearning to know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does your propose look like? I don't know, but we are thinking of firing up a bit where we give away the right to be engaged to Aaron on the show. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, Travis Kelsey had his dating show for a little bit. We're just going to do that with Aaron. Catching boards. Yeah. Well, this boards is how you land a, a big time singer. I'll take, if there's any T Swifts in this city, I'll take Tate McCray. There we go. We covered yeah. that. There we Did go. you see Tate McRae has a song on her album? And I know the audience does not care about this. I barely do. <laughs> you know the backstory there, first off, between no. pop star Tate McRae and the NHL. No. She Cole, was dating Cole, Cole Sillinger, Sillinger right? and they broke up. Allegedly, some infidelity involved in all of this. Okay. She's a massive pop star. I don't know her. I've never heard her songs. But then she released a... <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> well, I've heard the one now because she released a song about him allegedly cheating on her and she's wearing a blue jacket and riding a Zamboni. And then she has a song on her album that's just titled Messier, which makes no sense. Did you know her brother is called Tucker McCray mm-hmm. and played for the Okotoks Oilers and now has a full ride scholarship to Dartmouth. There, there you go. go. Also, I like hearing you say Dartmouth. 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 Um, anyways, so, okay. Back to the propose. Yeah. This is about a propose, <laughs> not proposing, right? A propose. Oh. So, what is your propose? I'm not trying to. I know you've got propose on your mind. Why, Tyler? <laughs> anyways, um, I need Family to learn more about this contest. It says here, propose? one knee, the bend and snap. What is your Hashtag propose. Like, like, well, Sam Gagne did a propose after his goal. God, I love watching him celebrate goals. That was sweet. That is sweet. right. That's yeah. a propose. That's what it. That's what it means to me. That's what it means. That would win the contest. You just have to be Sam Gagne and score a goal. Can you do that? What sport? Hockey. In hockey, and then you can win the the money. You win the prize. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, game notes. Oilers went one and two last season against the Winnipeg Jets, but the goals were 12-12. 24 goals over three games. That is a lot of offense in that one. The Oilers lost their only meeting against the Winnipeg Jets this season in overtime. Of course, they played a good game. Stuart Skinner had that gaffe. Uh, This is how the two teams line up head-to-head so far this season. Jets are scoring a hair more than the Oilers on the season as a whole. They're doing a better job. Yeah, they're doing a better job of keeping pucks out of their net. An interesting note here is that the Jets have one of the worst penalty kills in the NHL. They're down in like the bottom five of the league. And the Oilers' power play is starting to heat Getting better. up. Getting better. We're of on course, a heater. one big advantage the Jets always have is Connor Hellebuck as their starting goalie. He is 13-12-2 all-time in the regular season versus the Oilers with a 9.02 save percentage and a 3.17 goals against They don't average. have the stones to do a Laurent Brassois revenge game. They don't have it. And I don't blame them personally. <laughs> One thing I'm that, just calling the I'm calling the Winnipeg Jets a bunch of cowards. What will have Connor Hellebuck shaking is the fact he's got to go head to head against Connor McDavid, a player who has torched the Winnipeg Jets during his career. Over the last 10 years in the entire NHL, no player has scored more offense against the Winnipeg Jets than Connor McDavid. 53 points in 30 games in the last decade against the Jets. 41 assists in those 30 games as well. Connor McDavid has been an absolute machine in this head-to-head matchup. Who's the leading scorer when it comes to playing the Oilers on the Winnipeg side? It is Mark Shifley, who has 25 points in 36 games. So the Oilers have an advantage in the star power department. The Oilers have an advantage in the special teams department tonight where they don't have the advantages between the pipes. And that could obviously be the big, big difference. Remember last game though, like the only seemed to really get on top of Hellebuck, right? What was this? Got two goals pretty early. Yep, they're up. And then Hellebuck settled in, and then Skinner made his error. But other than that, like Skinner was right there with him. Like they were both playing very well. So yeah, Skinner has the capability of elevating his game against a Connor Hellebuck. Mm-hmm. The other's offense just needs to be there to support it a little bit. Yeah, more. we need to pot more than two. Yes. Yeah, the scoring chances in the first period last time these two teams met were eight to four. The high danger shot attempts were five to nothing in that game. The Oilers also poured it on in the third period, out shooting the Jets 13 to four at five on five. They outshot the Jets 32 14 at five on five in that last game. So frustrating that game. Forgot how dominant they were. It was very frustrating. It was brutal. Yeah, that that's one of those. That's a point. That's a point that got away from the Oilers. Yeah, yeah and that point. OT was brutal. It's yeah. a point well, that got away. Connor was hurt. That's right. Yeah, Connor didn't play the OT. That game, different timeline. Ooh, a Connor lot of revenge things game. would have been different for the Edmonton Oilers after that Winnipeg game. Mm-hmm. You have two points. Winnipeg doesn't have a point. McDavid doesn't get hurt because maybe he doesn't have to play in those final minutes. All yeah. that things happen a little bit differently. And it's just like, uh, what could have been? Whatever. Yeah. What could have been? Uh, you're taking a look at the Western Conference wildcard standings right now. The Jets are holding a spot in the Pacific Division. You see Nashville down, tied with St. Louis for the final playoff spot, 23 points. So if the Oilers can win tonight, they will pull within four points, actually three points of the Nashville Predators um, for the final playoff spot. They would also leapfrog the Anaheim Ducks with a victory <laughs> tonight. So you'd be moving on up from seventh to sixth 
in the wild card standings with a win tonight. Jump the ducks. It's a war of attrition. We're making our way. All you can do if you're the Oilers is zero in on the team right in front of you and work on passing them and slowly chip away at this thing. Three wins in a row, though, looking good. The Jets, on the other hand, have lost two games in a row coming into this hockey game. So maybe, maybe an opportunity here. Like you played the Jets, you played the Jets well once already this season. You have a significant special teams advantage. Connor McDavid is red hot and has torched the Winnipeg Jets in his career. Like there are some reasons to like this matchup for the Oilers. I know someone over in the YouTube chat and sorry, it was really early in the show, but they called it a scheduled loss tonight. And I don't see it that way at all. I think this is a winnable game. (laughs) <laughs> like after three wins, like in a normal like season, start to season, you'd be like, yeah, okay, I could see us losing this one, but like they can't lose this one. They got to win this one, I believe. The Jets offense has also been been struggling as of late as well. When you look at their last five games, they have only scored 13 goals in those five games. So not even averaging three goals a game in that span. They Good, got, we need that. They got shut out on Tuesday against the Dallas Stars. So only scored twice against the Preds and struggling to score. So that's, again, another thing that lines up in the Oilers' favor. Gabe Velotti is back tonight, though, right? Did you hear what he said about Blake Lazat? (laughs) That was, if you missed it. uh, Yeah, Gabe Velarde, former LA King, was injured against the LA Kings earlier this season when Blake Lazat kind of took him down in the corner. And Velarde basically came out and was like, I've seen that guy do stuff like that all the time. It's greasy. And he called out his former teammate, which was interesting. Can't wait for the rematch. Yeah. yeah, that will be a good rematch. How about the LA Kings leading the Pacific Division in points percentage? Dude, yeah, good. what you can do with three dominant centers. Crazy stuff. Although Pierre-Luc Dubois has been a little... Oh my here. God. He's still good. He's I still know. good. He's still you would take him on your team. And also now a Cam Talbot that's gone yeah, back to That's the mind-blowing thing is the fact that they have, they're spending like $2 million total in goaltending. I know. And are just... Granted, they've got a really good team in front of them, but still, jeez. All right, let's get to our giant keys to victory brought to you by not just Sherwood for the Giant, but Sherwood Power Sports and Marine opening up February of 2024. Do you need a new fishing boat? Do you need a new pontoon boat? ATVs, side-by-sides, motorcycles? Think about all that. They got it all under that new sleek black exterior at Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. 371 Lakeland Drive out in Sherwood Park opening up in February of 2024. Key to victory tonight for me is going to be dominate what you can dominate, and that is win the special teams matchup again. You did it against Vegas. It worked out. You let your stars be your stars, and you went out and you hammered them on the power play, and your PK was good. You beat the Golden Knights and the refs in that hockey game. Tremendous execution by the Oilers. It felt like, in a way, a vintage Oilers victory, right? It was high scoring. They gave up some offense, but... They can get the next one. And I think that's what you need to do tonight against the Jets. If we're, if we're being honest, this isn't a night where I'm expecting, you know, the Oilers to grind it out and win two nothing. I think they're going to have to go and score four or five goals again in this one. And I think you can do that because your power play is red hot. So dominate what you can dominate, dominate the power play. Yeah. My, mine is going to be, you kind of said it at the end there, but give Stu some run support. I think Skinner's good enough on his night. If you're able to give him a few goals and, no, he just allowed four against the, the Vegas Golden Knights, but really, like three of those goals were not his fault, right? Like the third one was probably third one you want back. Yeah. But when Stu's hot, you can get, win you a game, but you also need to score some goals when you're playing against Connor Hellebuck because he can also win a game. Mm-hmm. Good power play. Stuart Skinner, Jay. Yeah, mine is, you know, if Hellebuck is a strong finisher, then 
to get on him early and, you know, make sure we get those two or three in the first period against him. So we need to get off to a hot start and get our goals while we can before kind of the gates close. Mm-hmm. There we go. Those are your giant keys to victory for Sherwood for the giant and Sherwood power sports and Moraine. Let's head over to the thinning cat YouTube chat. Newfie sniper 90 is in and says they played a good 55 minutes against Vegas. If they can bring what they did to Winnipeg, clean things up a little, they'll be okay. I agree. I think that game against Vegas was really impressive. Like they dominated play for 55 minutes. And then there was the non-call on McDavid in the corner. If that gets called, the Oilers win the game five, two in regulation and sweat free victory. Right. Oh, Instead, that doesn't get called. It's game management. They go right back down the other way. Mistake by McLeod in the back of their net. And then that Colasar goal is just it's a little lucky, if we're being honest. Like, like, hey, man. Great play. Great, great tip. Play. Yeah. Like, that was defenseman saw him there. Yeah. Uh, and But wasn't there a bunch of, like, didn't they have a bunch of ozone time leading up to that? Like, yeah. we kind of just were playing a little bit sloppy and tired in our zone. But, like, that, that was a great play. Mm-hmm. I just think that was a really, really complete victory. Like, again, looking back at Oilers wins this year, that have quote unquote impressed me. The one against Washington, I thought was very impressive. The heritage classic one was obviously very, very good. Um, the four, one win against Seattle was solid. And then that one against Vegas might even rank ahead of the Seattle I, and Calgary. Well, wins. that one is because I think you never felt concerned in that game, yeah. just with how they were playing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if they're going to lose that game, it was kind of because of like maybe bad luck, but like I never for once felt we were going to lose like any doubt about us winning that game. I would like to see him just close out those games. Yeah. Yeah. The OT was annoying. They, they've spoke about that a lot of being like, we need to learn how to like, what do they say? Defend leads or whatever they said, right? Win close games, whatever it is. And it's like, you let a two goal lead slip at the end to a team that can't score at five five on five. And they scored three goals at five on five against you. It's like, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to take away. They played no, very, no, you're, very you're, well. You're right. They got. They, they, they got to figure that they out. Got to have that killer instinct to close it out. Yeah, because it's it's, it's going to happen sometimes. The games like that, yeah. but it just they haven't done that yet. Anytime yeah. they've had that big lead, like that two goal lead, like, obviously if they're blowing a team out, they've maintained the blowout. But like that, when it's been that tight game, we've always given it back. Uh, LP is in the chat. Going to be at the game tonight. First row. Can't wait. That sounds like a lot of fun. Nice. Um, QF Pro brought up Hellebuck's. Uh, career stats against the Oilers. And then Philip says Hellebuck is getting pulled tonight. Um, nice. Rusty says, I think nine times out of 10, they close that game out. Vegas is really good. I'm not worried about it. And yeah, I, I'm honestly not either. I agree with you. I think nine times out of 10, you're right. They find a way to finish off that Vegas game in regulation. Uh, credit to him for coming through in the shootout as well. Connor McDavid is just, dude, oh, if you're going to give it like pretty good, he's impossible to stop right now. Oh, like he buried, he's he's back. He he's buried back. the penalty shot against Florida. I think he has another breakaway goal somewhere in there, and then he had the breakaway goal that was pretty much like a penalty shot attempt against uh, Vegas, and then scores on the penalty shot attempt or on the shootout goal. The kid can play. Yes, twelve points yeah. in his last three games yeah. for old Connie Mack. Are you throwing down? Betway has him, Jay. What do you, have you seen his heart trophy odds recently? No. What do you think they are? Plus seven hundred. Plus four hundred. That's so it's tempting. Not bad. Oh, I'm I I I'm on it. I placed it last night. Nice. I said I'm not wasting any more time. This is only going to keep getting better. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, we'll get to our Betway bets in just a second. Uh, Mick Sugar's predicting a huge win tonight. Philip makes a good point. It was Vegas's third game in four nights. That's totally fair as well. But again, I'm not taking anything away from uh, from the Oilers in that victory there. Joel's predicting Connor Brown will get his first goal tonight. He almost had a last oh, game. He should have had he was that. Right there. He's if coming. he if he had a goal already this season, that would have gone in. Yeah, you think just getting the feel back? Like sometimes you just you don't have it right. You forget what it feels like to score. Mm-hmm. And you forget how to score. And I just think it was like, I don't know, like many other players would have scored that chance. But at least he's getting them now. He wasn't getting them. So that's got to be something. A lot of people like him a cloud goal tonight. Yeah, a bunch of people um, in the chat. Speaking of McLeod, shout out Pat. He made this and threw this in for us here. <laughs> can, we, can we pull screen it? <laughs> yeah, here you go. Wow, there he is. Hey, all right. Thoughts right there. Let's go. So. Keep skating. Well, Ryan. maybe maybe this, that, that's what he needed. <laughs> this he needed is to go see the statue that may look like something else. You know what? We have borderline been guilty of running people out of town during the course of this show. <laughs> He's running himself this out. Is literally, literally, literally skating himself east. <laughs> this is the meanest thing we've ever done. I mean, he should just it's dead, but yeah. I think he should take uh, he should go through Monday. He should see the, the big sauce. Yes. Keep going, though. Go see the mallet in Andrew. Well, take the turn back. Come back to Vegreville. You'll see the big egg. There's lots to see around there, Ryan. There's a lot, there's a lot of hilarity in that pocket of Alberta, for sure. Go see the mushrooms of Vilna. There you go. Go see a UFO landing in St. Paul. St. Paul, yeah. yeah. Bedin has something. I can't remember what it is. What's the place now that has the Cheeto, too? I think it's Cheeto, Alberta, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Boy, that. If we get too far ahead of ourselves, we might end up in Drumheller and top of the Vulcan Alberta was trying to get the premiere of one of the new Star Treks, oh, which yeah. would have been so genius. Come on. Anyways. All right. That uh, would have been so, so cool. I know. I would have gone down for that. YouTube chat. You guys are tremendous. Register, bid, and win. The Finning Online Timed Event is here now. Time is running out on your chance to bid during their online timed event. It's quick and easy to do. Bid on a diverse inventory of quality used cat equipment. But, but... It is ending next Tuesday on December 5th. So you don't want to miss it. Scan the QR code on your screen or sign in today at finning.com slash bid. Um, let's move along. What's coming up next here on the show today? Do we have to get into the menu for DoorDash? Which, Jay, we are also doing is my day or my moment in the show where I give an update on what's happening with Shohei Otani. Um, so someone tweeted today. And I've been texting our pal David Quadrelli about it, who says he's going to be a Jays fan if they get Otani. Oh, I don't want so quads. I do not want quads fan. on the Jays. Did I not? Did I? I heard something this morning. Didn't it, Otani and Kikuchi go to the same high school or something? Yeah, and Otani looked up to Kikuchi when he was getting like on his way up. What? Like if Kikuchi has one job, it is to bring <laughs> his boy to the Jays. Um, so I am guilty of believing pretty much any. Pro Blue Jays Otani propaganda that's out there. Yes. Uh, someone named Brendan Panikar tweeted, Source, it appears the Otani market has come down to the Dodgers, Cubs, and Blue Jays. Unsure where the Angels are in all this? Getting close to Otani making his decision. Uh, this is a guy from Kitchener with 2,000 followers. That's also a funny lay to it is that the LA Angels are just non-existent in these debates. He does not want to go back. No. He does not want to go back. No, 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 like no, people no. say the Oilers are wasting careers with McDavid and Dreisaitl. Trout and Otani's careers have been wasted in LA. Oh yeah, they did. Have they they never made the playoffs, right? No. Guys? That is unbelievable. Terrible. Really, really crazy. Bad. 
Um, elsewhere tonight in the sporting landscape, uh, Penguins Lightning should be a great game. It's a busy, busy night in the NHL. Oh. Uh, Penguins Lightning should be great. And then you also have Canucks and Golden Knights this evening at 8 o'clock. I'm still alive for this week's Wendy's Challenge. Who's, uh, didn't we do that yesterday? I think we have. I know, I know, but, I, but I'm still alive is all I'm saying. Well, he's all for today, right? Yes, for today. I originally had, and because I, I, I misread that it said that the games are for tonight because yeah. I picked Montreal over three and a half goals thinking they're because they're playing Columbus, which they did hit. So I changed it this morning. And I'm believing in, Ooh, I believe I'm the, believing in the Sabres. Who are the Bruins playing tonight? Oh, Bruins are playing the Sharks. Bruins over one and a half goals in the first period against but the Sharks. As the Sharks at home or on one road? and a half goals in the first period. Sharks are now it's in Boston. That's oh, a fun yeah. butt bet to sweat out though. For that first yeah. 20 minutes, you're into that. Oh, Do you want to guess what the Bruins are on the money line tonight? Minus 550. Close. I was going to say 450. Minus 525. The Bruins minus two and a half goals is even money. Oh, okay. Wow. So I've got Sabres to beat the Blues, and 25% of the people also do. There's only 105 people remaining. All right. Wow. Now, is it's that the right one? Game. I'm torn. I like I like the hit ones. Like who so the Cal- Flames play? over 19 and a half hits. They play Dallas. The way I look at it is the Flames probably aren't going to have the puck a lot. Going to be hitting a lot. So they're going to be hitting a lot. All right, done. Changing it. Liam, I hope you didn't mush me. I hope not, too. I got out on Monday, by the way. (laughs) If you need lunch today, Wendy's and the Wendy's app, their brand new chicken strips and French toast sticks are ah, delicious. Serendipitous. That's a duo. That is a duo. That is a duo. Um, Also, just I know we're bouncing around a lot here, uh, but Jay cut us off with his Wendy's talk. Um, Also on the menu tonight, Thursday Night Football, Seahawks, Cowboys. Cowboys, nine-point favorites. Oh, the, the Seahawks are going to blow them up by even bad. more than that. You I think? take that spread. Cowboys what? beat up on bad teams. Right now, the Seahawks are a bad team. Yeah, the, Seahawks have lost two in a row. Walker's out. Yep. The they lost by 18 to the Niners. Geno's not writing back. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It probably is Cowboys minus nine. No, but Seattle always find a way in these, these games that they really, really need. Teaser. Tease the Cowboys but down I, to I minus think, three and take the over at 41 and a half. It's in Dallas, oh. though, isn't it? Yeah. Seattle in trouble. Seattle money line. No, Liam, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm not crazy. That's, I said I said the nuts. other day on Monday, I said Bez will win. Bez won. I'm on a roll. All right. Uh, you're also on a roll in our Betway game day betting challenge. We're all on a roll. Yeah. Jay, one. Jay, congratulations <laughs> on your first win. Liam didn't update your record. Oh, I, sorry. This is I the wrong one. Two units. That's rude. Is that the right one? No, that's the right one. I, I just didn't right. update his... Uh, is units yeah, could be down eight units. He was yeah, yeah. Down eight. the units are correct. Jay is <laughs> one and eight. I think mine is re- a really good bet for tonight. I, I actually really love it. like, like it. It's so juicy. Take us through it. It is Oilers money line. Yeah. It is Connor McDavid power play point. Kyle Connor power play point. I mean, the Kyle Connor power play point is risky. He's an oil. He, wait, wait, power play point or yeah, regular power play, play point? point. Huh. He's on the power play. Fair. And if they if they get if, if if each team gets a power play goal, which is a li- likelihood, like not high, but a very good likelihood, that it's high chance that McDavid and Kyle Connor are on the score sheet. Hmm. Kyle Connor always gets he, something against the Oilers. Always, it's like it's just automatic. A, just a point, not a goal. I don't hate that at nine to one. I don't nine hate to it. one. Uh, that 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 would put me in the lead. It would. Well, if Liam updates your record. <laughs> 
The units is what we're yeah, looking at. My record's irrelevant. It is units, baby. And I am taking my way out of this with I will be juice. I will be in the positives on the unit front if I can hit for the second straight game. Oilers money line McDavid two plus points. If you're gonna keep giving this to me at plus two hundred Betway, I'm gonna keep on hitting it. Yeah, I just I'm it's not almost a no brainer. It is, and it's I was an gonna bet. do that, but I was like, I got my I've got to chase the juice a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you do because I got to catch up to these guys. Uh, Connor McDavid, do thing plus one twenty. One goal? One goal. Connor McDavid. I'm caring for Connor 3.8 all assists. Kyle Connor, Connor McDavid, and Connor Brown points. If there's a if there's a call, Connor Tribeca. Yeah. All right, boards If there's one, just all Connors combined for five or more points. All the contact all the Connors, you loop in the Connors, five or more points. Is there any more Connors on the Jets? It, they should have that as a prop. Connor, do they have any Connors? Connor Hallibuck. Oh, well, oh. Uh, yeah. Well, you can be lumped in. Sure, you can lump yeah. them in. Why not? Yeah, what daily face off has. So, <laughs> what would they pay that as? Connor McDavid point. Oh, well, sorry, five points. It's, it, it, so, all the Connors are in a pot. Yes. And they're, they're on the same point producing team. Those three Connors, five or more points. I bet it'd be like plus 250. Yeah, that's, that's probably probably even maybe a little bit more juice. Points. Yeah, I think no, plus three or four hundred. Yeah, maybe, or what I if guess. like Connors against the field for tonight in terms of the remaining <laughs> players on on both teams? Point totals. Email Betway. Also, so because you, we showed that map, Ryan McLeod is so going to score a goal tonight. So I hope so. I, hope so. I really want him to score. It's yeah. very annoying that he hasn't scored a goal. Maybe if he scores tonight, can you pull up the graphic again? The map? Yeah. yeah, yeah, just the map of McLeod's run through Alberta. Maybe we'll <laughs> just update it with like other guys on there. You know, we'll see you guys. Well, how far is Connor Brown gone? Dude, scoring? how far is Cody Cece gone since his last goal? Oh, that's a good one. That's a, good <laughs> that's one. a year. It's almost a year and a half. Tune in tomorrow. He hasn't scored. To see the map. Yeah, tune in tomorrow. We'll have the CC map. <laughs> okay, uh, Pat, he has not scored since game two last year. Okay, Pat, if you're listening, oh, we need Cody Cece. Well, so li- Ernie. Well Ernie. then, okay. Well then, we got to go back to McLeod because he hasn't scored in like thirty some games. You're going since start of season. Yeah. So if you're going from back yeah, to start, yeah, like, yeah. wow. Like if we want to, if we want to go that We're far, need a bigger map. McLeod, McLeod, <laughs> McLeod definitely is in Bagerville. Oh yeah, past Bagerville. If we go from the start, CC. Oh, and then also Connor Brown on there too because he didn't score a goal last season because he was injured. Well, but oh, but he played. Played. It's, 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 it's the amount That's of fair. distance you've skated, and that yeah. guy wasn't moving. Uh, yeah, he was not skating. So we need <laughs> Connor Brown, Ryan McLeod, Cody. Vinny Dayharday could have been good, but now he's yeah. a scoring machine, Adam, a point machine. Adam Ernie. Yeah. So there you go. There's your big four. Uh, Lance is in it. Lance is in it. Says Cody CC is in France. (laughs) That's a good one, Lance. All right. That is a wrap on a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the program. New episode of Real Life dropping later on this afternoon. Pre gaming with Boardsy starts at five o'clock. Myself, Aaron, Pat, Puff going to be getting set for Oilers and Jets this evening. And then Oilers Nation after dark following the final horn with. I don't watch remember. Along. Oh, watch, watch along, along tonight. Along. Yeah. yeah, you I'm can watch the say. game with us at Nation HQ. You. Yeah, we, we're a content machine today. We sure you are. You can just keep the YouTube on. Keep the YouTube on. Don't turn it off, ever. Yeah. Just put on just your TV. Greg is coming up in an hour. And Gregor, yeah. yeah. Hopefully he's not wearing a hat. Well, yeah. I got to see him How's in person looking? last week. How's and it I, coming? The first thing I was like, all right, give me a look. <laughs> give me a look. It's coming. It wasn't too bad, but you can see it's... 
and he didn't want to show me. So that, that made it funnier. So you were a lot of dudes. Oh yeah. All right. That is a wrap on Gregor. I'm just going to say this once and I hope he sees us. He won't. He needs to subscribe to the dad hat. What's the dad hat? Oh, he needs to be a no more flat brim guy. He's not yeah. a flat brim oh, guy. Yeah, no, it, it's yeah, not. It's not as it doesn't suit his head's his head's shape. He's a dad hat guy. Yeah, he needs to buy into the dad hat thing. Yeah. Anyways, That's all right, it. Oilers Jets saying Edmonton looking for a fourth straight victory it would be a nice one heading into a nice long six day break as well. Shout out to everyone in the Fitting Cat YouTube chat. That'll do it for a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. We'll be back tomorrow with Frank Cervalli on the Star Mechanical Guest Line. 1201 Mountain. Ciao with you then. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com.